Welcome to Without the Hustle, the podcast that aims to equip you with everything you need to start and grow your business on the side without the hustle. I'm Emily Tyson. I'm a side business coach based in London. I have a background in marketing and I've had three side businesses while working full time. I'm a huge advocate for the anti-hustle approach to building a business because I personally know what it's like to have a chaotic, stressful full-time job while trying to build a business on the side and build a future for yourself. So let's jump into this week's episode. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Without the Hustle. Today is all about how to start a business on the side and I like to simplify it into five simple steps because often it can be really overwhelming starting a business and knowing what to focus on first, what to prioritise and if you haven't already started and you want to start a business then these steps will get you to a place of knowing what to prioritize and what to focus on and if you've already started a business then you can listen to these steps and figure out you know what you have and haven't ticked off and where you can spend more time and what you can do to really build that solid strong foundation so that you can build upon it and grow your business. So grab a pen because I'm going to give you lots of good tips and if you're walking or driving then you can listen to this and come back to it later and I hope you find this useful. If you do then make sure you subscribe so you don't miss another episode and leave a five star review wherever you're listening. The first thing I really want to stress is how important mindset is and I honestly can't talk about this enough. I know I talk about it a lot, but your mindset is everything. It's the reason you're holding yourself back from doing certain things. It's the reason you feel fear around starting or growing. It's the reason you feel fear of failure or success. Your mindset is so important when it comes to building a business. And the good news is that if you notice yourself with a lack mindset or a fixed mindset or you notice areas you know where your ego is cropping up then the good news is you can work on this and you can improve it and you can move forwards to create the life that you really want to live. So more on mindset towards the end of the episode but I really just wanted to say that that almost as a reminder for you that if you know, you've been wanting to start a business for a while or you already have a business but you're kind of floating along and you're feeling some fear or you're feeling like you're holding yourself back in certain areas, then you don't have to live with that forever. You can work to reshift your mindset and change your mindset so that you can move forwards and you can grow. The first step to starting a business on the side is to get really clear on your business idea and your mission. So what's your product or your service and what makes you unique? So if you already have a business idea and you're growing that business, then what makes you unique? What's your mission? Why do you do what you do? Why do you sell what you sell? But why do you have a business as well? Why why do you want to have a business? And if you want to start a business you haven't started yet and you have lots of business ideas and you don't know you know what to start with what to focus on then think about your 
your mission? What is it that you want for your life, for yourself, for others, for the world, for the planet? What's your mission? Connect with that and write it down on a piece of paper, stick it on your laptop, stick it on your wall, really connect with that mission because this is this is your overall vision. It's, you know, when you have those down days of feeling fear or you're feeling a little bit stuck, then you come back to that mission and you look at that mission and you, you realise my mission and my vision is much bigger than my fears. And this is something that will keep you going when times are hard because they are. Entrepreneurship, it's not always easy but you are strong enough to push through. The second thing is build your brand. So once you've got really clear on your mission and your business idea, then you can start building your brand. So what goes into a brand? So you've got your brand strategy and your brand identity. And so questions when you're building your brand to ask yourself are things like, who's your target audience? And when you're thinking about who your target audience is, really get quite specific on who they are, what do they do, where do they hang out? And that one's really important when it comes to marketing. You know, where are they hanging out? What channels, what marketing channels are they using? Because you're going to want to connect with them. So you need to understand this and you need to know this. Think about what your position in the market is you know, where you sit with your competitors. And then once you get really clear on this, you can then start looking at the visual identity. So looking at your colour palette, your logo, your typography, and then thinking about your tone of voice and your messaging. These are all things that make up your brand. So the brand strategy is really thinking about your position in the market, your target audience, your mission, your product, what makes you unique. And your visual identity is all about the visuals. So the logo, the colours and all of that mix together is your brand. And your brand is what connects you with your target audience. You know, you always remember brands that stand out. Like the first thing that popped into my head, Coca-Cola. We all know when we see that red instantly, it's Coca-Cola. And that's the benefit of having a strong brand. So the third thing is to cover the admin and you could even, you know, that could be your second priority, um, your second step even instead of creating your brand. These two, you can really do them in whatever order you want, but cover the admin. So what I mean by that is think about what insurance you need. It's very likely that if you're selling a product or a service, you will need some type of insurance. So have a look, do your research, figure out what insurance you need. What type of business are you? Are you a sole trader? Are you a limited company? Have a research, think about what type of company, what type of business you are and make sure you're registered, you know, under the right the right business. And think about your bank account so what type of business bank account is best for you where you know what's easier for for you to use for you to set up and what's going to work for you and your business 
The fourth step is spreading the word. So choosing what marketing platforms feel good for you and that work for your business. So remember when I was saying all about your target audience, where do they hang out? You know, what type of content do they consume? When you're thinking about what marketing platforms work for your business, this really comes down to your target audience. You know, what's going to be the best form of marketing for your business? But then also thinking about what's going to be the best form of marketing for you. So, for example, if you're thinking, I should be on Instagram because my target audience is there, but you actually hate Instagram, you don't use it, and you don't really want to use it, then that probably isn't going to work for you unless you can find a way to make Instagram work for you. And if that means unfollowing everyone who, you know, doesn't make you feel good and finding a way so that you can just use it for business purposes, being conscious when you're creating and posting, then great. But if you really can't find a way to use Instagram, then where else do your audience hang out? Are they on TikTok? Are they on Facebook? Are they are they local? Are you a local business? So this one, when you're thinking about spreading the word, really think about what works for you and what works for your business together. And notice if there's any fear coming up and using Instagram again as an example, if you're noticing that when you're thinking about Instagram, there's some fear coming up, that's different to, you know, is it aligned with you? Does it, does it work for you? If there's fear coming up, it it's an area for you to work on, to improve on. Maybe there's some fear of being seen and showing up. Maybe there's some fear of success. Whatever it is, that fear of showing up and being seen on Instagram is very different to, I don't use Instagram, it's not good for my mental health. You know, so just notice those kind of thoughts that are coming up when you're thinking about what type of marketing works for you and your business. And from here, you can really develop your marketing strategy. So thinking about what type of content will work for you and your business. Again, thinking about what type of content you want to create and what type of content your target audience consumes. And how can you communicate your message of your business, what you do, your product. And Yeah, so that's spreading the word. And then the last one, step five, is really ongoing. And coming back to this mindset, you know, it's so, so important to have a daily mindset and personal development practice. I have found so much benefit in having a daily practice. And a mindset you know, a mindset practice can look different for everyone. So I personally use a mix of meditation, journaling, visualization, EFT tapping. And I always make sure that I move my body in some way because I find that not only does this help me mentally, but it also shakes off any energy that isn't mine, you know, that I've picked up. Um, And I find that this is so important because it helps me to be able to really tune in to my intuition and share from share my message authentically. So those are things that, that work for me. And 
there are so many other you know other practices it's really important to just try a few different things and see what what works for you and I would love to know how you get on because honestly I just know that you are going to benefit from having this daily mindset practice and I just cannot wait to hear how you get on. So the next few things that are ongoing include things like and there are so much more but I'm just simplifying these steps for you so that you can take what you need from this and you know find a way to make it work for you in a way that isn't overwhelming and in a way that is easy to digest and move forwards with. So the next thing is to save a percentage of your earnings for tax and your pension. You don't want to be at the end of the financial year not saved anything for your tax and then you get hit with a big bill. So it's really important to start early on even if you're like oh I don't need to um you know I'm not earning enough to pay tax yet that's fine just start getting into the habit of saving a percentage for your tax and for your pension and whatever other bills you know if you have student finance or credit card bills just start saving a percentage even if it's like five pounds you know it it's the habit that you will create that when you are earning enough to be paying tax then you know you won't get caught out and another thing to do is plan your weeks in advance so that you stay in control of your time so again this is just creating that habit so that you always have time to work on your business especially when you're you know running it on the side of your full-time job having a planned week in advance will really keep you motivated and when you have you know a bit of time after work or before work or whenever you set time to work on your business you'll know exactly what to do because you've already planned it in advance so I love that tip and I I use that you know still now it's something that worked for me when I was growing my business on the side and it's something that works for me now too so yeah try that and see if that helps you with your time management and then the next thing is to find an accountability buddy and this one is really so such an amazing tip that I have just found so much benefit in and you can find an accountability buddy you know maybe you already know someone who is also running a business growing a business on the side maybe you meet someone at a networking event or someone in a Facebook group and the purpose of this is really to hold each other accountable to what you say you're going to do and maybe also someone to soundboard ideas with And another ongoing thing is to hire a coach to help you grow. And this can also be an accountability buddy for you because I, as a coach with my clients, I hold them accountable to what they say they're going to do. And when they tell me they're going to do something, I ask them when. And then I check in with them. And as part of my coaching containers, I offer in-between support in between our one-to-one sessions. So we do that through voice notes so I'm able to check in with them they're able to soundboard with me any ideas and then I can reply to them so that they can keep moving forwards and having a coach will get you to where you want to go quicker than if you were to do it on your own a coach or a mentor 
And if you're listening to this and you've never worked with a coach or mentor before, I honestly can't tell you the benefit of, I I don't even know how to put it into words. When I started working with my first coach, I've had a few different coaches. Um, I'm currently working with one now. I know that I'll always have someone to help me grow my business. And when I started my first side business, I didn't even know what a coach was or a mentor. And when I finally started working with one, it was life-changing. And maybe that sounds dramatic, but honestly, it really, really was. I had such a huge transformation and my business has grown so much. And I found such a huge benefit in having someone hold space for me to really explore my message and how I want to share my message and tapping into my inner being so that I could share from a place of authenticity and really follow you know what what my heart's saying and then the last thing is just to connect with other entrepreneurs so again this could be your accountability buddy could be joining Facebook groups or going to networking events the power in joining and meeting and connecting with other entrepreneurs is huge honestly I had a client say to me earlier today that her friends who work in the corporate world were saying certain things to her about her business and how, you know, they are not sure if she can make a career out of what she's doing. And I've been there too. And maybe some of you listening to this have also experienced this as well. And it's not that your friends aren't supportive. Of course they are. They want you to succeed. They want your business to do well. They just can't see what you're doing. And This is the path that we lead when we're entrepreneurs. It is a little bit lonely if you don't know anyone who's doing a similar thing to what you're doing. And when you have friends that work full time, they're on a very different path to you. And I come from that background. I've worked full time in a kind of corporate environment and I've had a lot of unlearning to do. And part of that is this idea that you can't make enough money and you can't make a career out of doing something yourself. You have to be working for another company, for someone else, because that's a limiting belief. And once you realise that, you free up so much potential for yourself and you free up so much space to just be free and to share authentically. Because if you're listening to this and you have a business idea and you or, or you already have a business, then I know you have a message to share and I know that you're going to change lives with that with that message with what you're doing with your whether that's your life your family's life your clients lives you have this idea you have this mission and you have a duty to fulfill it as you grow your fears and limiting beliefs are they'll pop up because you know you're stepping out of your comfort zone out of our comfort zone is where we grow but it's also scary because we've not done it before so this is when our ego pipes up and says what are you doing I'm not sure you can do that and are you sure you want to be doing that and this is where this mindset work and having an accountability or having a coach or mentor who's walked a path that you want to walk before you so that they can soundboard with you and they can 
they can give you some guidance and they can give you some support and they can tell you that you're doing the right thing, you're, you just need to stick with it and work on those fears, work on those limiting beliefs so that you can free yourself and, and share your message and share your vision and create positive change in the world. So yeah, that was a brief overview of what it takes to build a business simplified into five steps and probably, I'm not sure how long this episode is, but it's probably a bit longer than I wanted it to be. But yeah, I'm not saying it's simple at all to build a business, but I'm saying it doesn't have to be complicated. And I have an online course which goes into more detail covering all of these steps and supporting you with each one through videos and a workbook and the videos guide you through the workbook so that you can really build a strong foundation for your business and grow it on the side of your full-time job and if you're interested in support on a one-to-one basis to start and grow your business on the side then this is exactly what I help my clients with. We dive deep into what's truly in alignment for you so that you can create and share from a place of authenticity. And whether you're just starting out or you're new to business, we go back to basics and we make sure that you really have a strong foundation to build upon. So I have three different options for one-to-one coaching and I'll link it in the show notes so that you can read a bit more. But I would love to know how you got on with this episode and what steps that you will be trying yourself, what steps you've identified as somewhere that you need to work on. So yeah, send me a message on Instagram. I'd love to hear from you and I will see you next week.